Hello, friends. Welcome to Play Along Podcast, another special episode of Play Along Podcast. I'm your host, Jared, and today I'm here with Kai and Ben. How are you doing today? Good. We are... Well, I say we. Why am I saying we? I don't speak for Kai. Kai is his own person. I am <laughs> no, no, good. You speak for... I'm good. I speak for the people. We are a unit. We are a unit. Uh, today... We are celebrating another milestone by doing another Q&A. No, you guys didn't ask for it, but we're doing it anyway. Deal with it. <laughs> so this deal is with our it. podcast. We, we make the rules. We definitely didn't just make up all these questions on our own <laughs> and then going to talk about it. That didn't happen. People actually answered. Uh, we did do one uh, before when we hit 1,000 downloads slash listens. You go listen to that. It was a fun time. Mm-hmm. People asked us a lot, of, a lot of cool questions, and we had a grand old time. Uh, and this one will be even better, he says, hoping. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Better than the last <laughs> wow, so much, so, so much energy going into this. You got to have the energy, you know. You got to have peak energy. Mm-hmm. Okay, starting it off okay. on one one of the, the most important questions here. Yes. Philip from Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast, mm-hmm. had asked us. Also, by the way, all of these questions are coming from our beautiful Discord server. Join in. When these things come around, we'll ask for questions on there as well. And those questions will be handpicked first. So if you want to join the crew, links in our link tree. Let's do that. The first question from Philip is how can we prevent mobile gamers from calling themselves gamers? Oh, Philip, I'd you down better than this, man. I didn't have you down as a gatekeeper. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. So, guys, how can we stop mobile gamers from calling themselves gamers? It's really easy. No mobile gamer would ever call themselves a gamer. Yeah. It's not. Do you know anyone who exclusively plays mobile games, really? No, you don't. I don't think so. And anybody that I did, I guess you're right, wouldn't call themselves yeah. gamers necessarily. Yeah, what my 48 year old mother who's playing Candy Crush <laughs> is like, GG's homie, I'm a gamer now. Like, no, <laughs> of course not. GG. No, she's going to the big uh, can- Candy Crush esports events that are happening exactly, in LA. Exactly, gotta, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just. I don't know. To me, what, what, why does it matter? Why do the labels matter? It's never been an issue. Like, you know. Also, like, does that mean people who play board games can't be considered gamers? Like, it's all games. Like, who gives a fuck? Why are we. Why, why are we trying to. To. We should. Gatekeep? We should, like. <laughs> Asterix that I'm pretty sure Philip ended this in jest. Uh, this is, <laughs> yeah, I, I, imagine <laughs> I have no all... sense of humor or understanding of sarcasm. But uh, this is this is a gamers. real mentality though. Like, there's a real mentality in the community. A lot of people yeah. don't like mobile gamers, and I've I've never, never really understood it personally. Also, who cares? Like you were saying, it's just like, yeah, I just play. And honestly, now that line is even more kind of just obstructed because it's just like. You can play Game Pass games on your phone. You it's, can play it's not just that. You can play all that like, mobile games. Not on only your have phone. you got Game Pass on your phone from cloud streaming, right? But like Journey, What Remains of Edith Finch, these are all games that on Dragon mobile. Cancer. That Dragon Cancer, um, Simulacra, <laughs> Simulacra. All right, if you like Simulacra, you can't call yourself a gamer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have <laughs> a line. <laughs> um, like, didn't they just do a pixel remaster of the, like the first three Final Fantasy games? So. The first six, yeah. So, like, it, it, it's any. Why is it different? If somebody plays Final Fantasy yeah. Four emulated on their PC, or if someone plays it on their mobile, it's no different. I like, guess literally the same fucking game. Exactly. It matters. It matters not where you play games. Just if you play and enjoy them, and talk to us about it in our Discord. Also, at this point, like gaming has taken over 
movies as far as like yeah. economic impact and gdp so like sorry but you're not be- you're not special anymore like if you like games you're just normal <laughs> you're just a consumer yeah. like yeah. get over we, it <laughs> we we grew up in a time where it was like you were a nerd and you were a shut-in for playing video games that's not a thing anymore uh, everybody plays video games yeah, exactly. we're not cool anymore exactly also yeah it's like arguing about like people who are like oh you have a car that's that i'm a car person it's like shut the fuck up everyone has a car like get over yourself <laughs> like okay you're a little bit more passionate about it that's great good for you but like stop trying to make yourself something you're not people also love to put themselves in boxes they're like yeah i'm a pc gamer it's like okay whatever. yeah I mean, I mean, imagine if you're like sitting on your couch and you watched uh, a marvel movie and then someone was watching that same marvel movie on disney plus on their phone and you're like no you can't enjoy movies because you watch it on i mean it's the same concept as like you know oh i'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to watch the like new MCU movie at home versus I'm going to watch it at the cinema. Okay. Like, I, you can't, I, you can't... I, hold on. Cause I did, go to, <laughs> I did go to film school and this you was did. a legitimate argument that people. Oh, had. okay. Ooh, yeah. Can you call like, yourself like, a film buff if you watch at cause, home? Yeah. Cause I, I, my professors were all older. Uh, they were in their like fifties and sixties and, and most of them were producers of films and they were staunch believers of like, you are not experiencing a film the way it was intended unless you are in no just unless you're in a theater like they truly believe that like that is how film was meant to be experienced and like obviously they came from a different generation and they that's how they made their movies was for theaters but it was just like we would get in these arguments all the time of like i don't want to be in a theater like i don't want to like i can have my own food like and also technology has progressed enough where like if i'm watching something in 4k on a 90 inch television on my couch like with like a sound bar and like nice setup. I was literally about to say this. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's you could make an argument that you're not getting the true experience. I guess, like, you know, if yeah. you if you're watching on a 32 inch 1080, you're not going to get the movie the way it was experienced. Same as if you play Final Fantasy four on your phone, it's not going to be the experience that it was meant. But like, we yeah. we recently upgraded our TV, <laughs> so when we watch movies at home. We're watching on like 4K Ultra HD, 70 inch with a surround sound system. Like that's basically as close to a cinema experience at home as you could get. I feel like I feel like you can make the argument that it's not how it was meant to be experienced, but I wouldn't say it makes you any less of a gamer if you play that way. Or does it doesn't like lessen the experience either? Hot take, and Jared knows this. (laughs) I hate 4K. I can't stand 4K. It looks so weird to me. Yeah. I don't like it. We still yeah. have our yeah. our main TV downstairs. Shitty, like is 1080p TV. A Samsung like 1080p TV from like 2011. Like What's I just the fucking fun of having a PS5. Like do you play the PS5 on a 1080? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Oh, I don't like we've never we've argument. never we've never we've never owned. Okay, wait. I I haven't bought a 4K TV just because funds, but I haven't like gone out of my way to be like nah i'm not buying a 4k i TV exclusively it makes me have not bought a 4k <laughs> tv because i don't want one i just want everyone in the world to know you feel no i 4K. feel like you've opened up a whole new argument that didn't exist before yeah that's, that's <laughs> fine that's okay it's, it looks no, weird no, they also game. have super high refresh rates and it's just like it's aggressive 24 frames or nothing this whole uh <laughs> oh, it calls the film whole, man wants 24 uh, two, frames no, 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 no. <laughs> 240 uh hertz refresh rate that is just like looking under the surface of the sun i'm just like who is this for oh, who is enjoying i will this? i will definitely back up because before 
you know, everyone's like, oh, PC gaming, you can get those refresh rates and frame rates and graphics or whatever. And I was like, I'm not really about that. And then I got the PS5. Granted, like Kai was saying, we do have an older TV, mm. but seeing like the difference with frame rates between like games that run on the PS5 and not, oh, I can't go back. It's beautiful. It's so <laughs> seamless. I was watching, I've been watching kind of like videos of some Dark Souls things because I've been playing Dark Souls and it's like the original game. I'm like, oh my god how do you play yeah it's like 20 frames per second i was like this is impossible this is like a picture show i can't do this <laughs> i have those beautiful 60 frames but in uh in all seriousness to bring it back to the question there are genuinely people the <laughs> there are genuinely yeah, exactly. people who think that mobile gamers aren't gamers and yeah. personally it doesn't fucking matter personally i don't think it matters um yeah. but if you do think it matters i'm genuinely interested to hear reasons yeah, as talk. to why like and not so that i can like try and prove you wrong or change your mind i genuinely want to understand that argument i will yeah. say this we if are... the only game you've ever played is animal crossing you're not a gamer i'm sorry well that's definitely not true how can you animal say the only per- how, what you just said your grandma's a gamer right. for playing candy crush but somebody who buys a switch and plays <laughs> no, animal crossing isn't I'm sorry you're a sheep wake up sheeple you just There's don't games you just there. don't like animal crossing because it's not like the farming experience that you're used think to think of how your many sad switches are sitting inside tables right now because of the pandemic <laughs> when every fucking 20 year old girl was like i'm a gamer now this is my life and now they're just sitting there fucking crying mm-hmm. never gonna get used for anything <laughs> just a dry copy of animal crossing. crossing that has like 20 hours put into it yeah. sitting there there, there were lots of switches that were purchased for Animal Crossing oh, that yeah. are, have been neglected now. But <laughs> I, I don't. That makes you're still gamers, me. whatever. You know what I mean, though. You're here for uh, the tips. You're not here for me to be nice. <laughs> you're still gamers, exactly. but you're not. But you can think you are. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's like yeah, you could say, and then like as you walk away, they're like, no, nah, she's not. Here. They're, they're like, right. uh, so these these first three questions that we're getting are are still going to be from Philip. Okay. So first one was about mobile gamers. Second one was. How can we get an easy mode in Souls games? We I just talked about how I'm playing Dark Souls for the first time. How can we get an easy mode implemented into those? This games? is probably my least fucking favorite argument in all of gaming right now. I don't yeah. understand. I have, I, have a, I, have a, I have a good take. I have a hot take with this. Is it like I, an accessibility argument, or is it like no? So it's essentially what it boils down to is an elitist yeah. argument. It, it boils Absolutely. it about it boils down to Dark Souls is meant to be hard, and if you can't play it when it's hard, tough shit. Which I yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand the problem of having an optional easy mode. So you just yeah. you go into the game. Maybe not something you change on the fly. So you can't change it boss per boss. But maybe something you can have like a normal difficulty and an easy difficulty when you choose to start the game. Yeah, I don't I, understand this mentality of like no Souls games are hard and tough shit. Right. I, I will say, I, don't, I agree with you in the sense that I think that having options for everybody and having everybody able to play games is important to play kind of the devil's advocate here with the the, the intent for this art being the Souls games. The, the creator, his intent was to create a difficult game, mm-hmm. a game that is hard and a game that not only and in my own experience, it's difficult, but it takes patience and it takes practice. And talking. if you're willing to and if you're willing to do all those things, then the experience gets easier. You're talking to someone who's been playing Sekiro on and off for two years. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I fully understand this. I think, I think yeah. my argument is that there is nothing to lose from having that option available. 
yeah, you know, and I, I understand. I, I, I fully, I fully agree. Like, you know, from software and the creator of Dark Souls and Demon mm. Souls, Bloodborne, all of that stuff. The intent is to make a hard game, and I, I've seen the game, interviews yeah. where he said, you know, he wanted to challenge people to progress and to push past the point of frustration. I've, I've seen all of that. Right. I just, I think, sorry, yeah, I just, I don't understand no. what's to lose. Like, what, what yeah. are you losing I think, from an optional easy mode? Yeah, I think there's a, there's definitely a balance, and I think that I haven't experienced the game myself, but at least from what I've heard and experienced and seen from reviews, that Elden Ring is a good example of hard game that's accessible. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it seems like the more people are able to get into this game more, and still have a challenge of course but still get into it and still feel like they could have some progress because i think that's where people get frustrated is this game is just going to beat the shit out of you yeah all all of these games are going to do that unless you have the determination and the willingness to can you continue past that and the patience to kind of grind it like i said i'm playing through dark souls one for the very first time and i think one of the more most difficult things in that game is less combat and more information Mm -hmm. like having people tell me things like oh that's not a beginning area jared yes there's skeletons there but that's not a beginning area go to a different area i thought this game was difficult because where i was but in reality i was just in the wrong place or i had the wrong equipment or 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 anything like that and how talking to people and talking to people that are kind of have experienced this world in its entirety and have experience with it and, and can get hints and can get help and get information i think that has definitely made the experience not simpler but at least more Doable so in what my I'm hearing is that Dark Souls uh, is just a bad Skyrim if it was if it was easy, and the hardness distracts from the fact that there is no <laughs> ability of actually making the game mechanically make sense or understand what's going on in it. Jared, summarize me the plot of Dark Souls. I have no idea. Oh, really? But, but this is the thing. Just, uh, that's the thing. I, I would argue against that because you know, like it, it comes off the back of the the shadow of colossus kind of mentality of like you are here for the subtle narrative yeah um but i i feel like i feel like i feel like i i agree that the souls games shouldn't be easier i feel like they shouldn't innately be easier but you know like i don't i don't want the mechanics of the game to be easier the bosses to be less hard but i see no issue with having an option in having a toggable difficult like toggable difficulty setting yeah. And again, I mean like I'm not if you if you are one of these people who thinks that it shouldn't have an easy mode, I, I no quarrel against you. I put like put your, your opinion yeah. you're perfectly entitled to it and I am interested to hear the other side of it, but everything I've seen has just been get good elitists annoyed that people want to play Dark Souls when they're not good at it. Yeah. Something that if you've played uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, something that that game does very well in its difficulty is it doesn't necessarily <clears throat> like it makes things harder in the sense of like your parry window is shorter and like enemies aren't don't have more health necessarily. Like they're not going to be like health sponges where you're just slashing away at them forever, but they may take a little more damage than they had before. Mm. And I think those 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 things are good ways of implementing like easier hard difficulties like in Dark Souls if with the easier mode if you like increase the parry window a little bit more or if like enemies hits took a little less damage than they usually do. I think those things would be good ways of implementing an a quote unquote easier more or more accessible mode for people too. Yeah. I just 
I, I really don't understand what's to lose from having it optional. People like, yeah. like to gatekeep things. If they keep it hard, <laughs> then other people won't play it, and they feel special. They feel like I am a real gamer who likes but hard see, this challenges. Is... And at the end of yeah. the day, it comes back to the mobile gaming argument. It's like you're not special because you play Dark Souls. I'm sorry yeah. that your mother didn't hug you enough and tell you you're a pretty little <laughs> princess. But at the end of the day, find something else to gatekeep. Like it's one yeah. of the most popular game franchises at this point. Is okay. But this is the problem with like. The, the gatekeeping has kind of come back around because mm. like the gatekeeping happens and then less people will play this game because I think a lot of people avoid this game because they think that it, it is impossible game to play. I can't I can't tackle Dark Souls because it is too hard. Yeah. And then people that like Dark Souls are like, wow, I want more people to experience Dark Souls. But then people don't experience Dark it's Souls because so, you can't keep Dark so Souls for so long. paradoxical. It's unreal. You know, you want yeah, exactly. you want more people to appreciate the games, and you want more people to play the games, but they won't play the games because you gatekeep it and tell them it's hard, and they're not allowed mm. in easy mode. It makes no sense. I think you should play Dark Souls. I'm having a great time playing Dark Souls right now. It, I had the same thing. I had the same thing where I thought like this game is too hard. I'm just never going to be able to play it. And I thought that initially, but getting through it My... and kind of practicing and, and I can't even like Sekiro is, is another demon that I'm not ready, ready to, to <laughs> not tackle. Emotionally I'm, prepared I'm not emotionally prepared for that. So I'll give you props for playing. For any, anyone who's played Sekiro, like so I, I played a bit of Dark Souls three and then um, yeah. I stopped. And I mean, if you want to see it still on the YouTube channel, like bulletin underscore Ben on YouTube, I did a videos with my mate Reese and we played Dark Souls <laughs> And it was one of the most rage-inducing experiences I've had in a game. But yeah. with Sekiro, it's it's the same principle though. Like I've there's a there's a boss fight called the Ogre, and it's essentially the first time you fight a boss that has what they call red eyes. It basically just they're fucking crazy. Mm. I was stuck on that for like two months. Yeah, and for me. I enjoyed coming in and learning the patterns, like learning, okay, if he does this yeah. animation, it means this attack. If he does, And the same when I got to Lady Butterfly. Lady Butterfly is one of the later bosses that has unblockable attacks and throws shit at you and uses illusions and stuff. That took me months to beat. Um, yeah. And I, I just, I, yeah, I, I enjoy it personally, but if somebody wants to play it on an easier difficulty, power yeah, to them. That, that's care. totally fine with me. I there's also another layer of gatekeeping with this too, where people are like, already like Dark Souls is hard and like if you can't get good then then you suck and you shouldn't play. But there's also at least in Dark Souls one, I don't know how this works with the rest of the franchise, but there's like summons that you can do that'll help you in bosses and people will be like, Oh, you're not a real gamer if you have to be the boss yeah, of the summon. That, that's like, a trope. Oh, fuck that. Dark Souls. No fuck that. I'm I'm using all of these summons. I, I honestly I do mean, not care. <laughs> it's even to the point where in Elden Ring you have NPC summons. So it's not like yeah. character because you can do multiplayer summons and have another player come in yeah. but with Elden Ring cut off your own pinkies while playing Dark Souls you're not right. a real gamer yeah. if, you if, don't, you don't if you don't chop off your yourself if you don't chop off your pinky you when you play boss fight blindfolded <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly yeah yeah cut but, off all of your senses no, in all seriousness not, not really. genuinely if you if you are against an easy mode in Dark Souls please let me know why because I've not seen a convincing argument so far yeah, accessibility and giving people an option to play kind of the way that makes them comfortable is always a good idea. Like, Do you know what's just... really weird is that the Dark Souls community is actually very helpful. If you go into yeah, the Dark exactly. Souls community and ask people for help on how to beat bosses, they'll tell you boss patterns or offer to help you. Yeah, 
I mean, at least the people that are in, like in our Discord that have like we have a lot of people in there that like are very passionate about Dark Souls and love it. Mm. I haven't gotten any of the gatekeepiness from that. They've only been extremely helpful, and they're like, "I'm so glad that you're enjoying this experience because I love this world." Some, as well. Something tells me that the people who actually enjoy Dark Souls are not the ones <clears throat> gatekeeping Dark Souls because they know the fair. struggle. The people who are gatekeeping are the people who spent six months beating the game every single day playing fucking struggled and don't want somebody to have an easy mode so that they can do it quicker and actually enjoy it they live on an exclusive yeah, exactly. diet of mountain dew and rage <laughs> <laughs> just snorting dorito dust off of their desk g fuel just well, snorting gentlemen, g fuel we've answered two questions and we're 20 minutes in so there's no worry about us making it through. hell yeah i was like we're not gonna have enough questions 20 minutes in and we're done too um we talked about it a bit earlier Animal Crossing, Philip asks, who is your favorite Animal Crossing villager? Ooh. Uh, I guess and you boys don't know an answer. Uh, I'll be a basic bitch and say Tom Nook. I think that, is that Tom Nook is... Tom Nook is the king of capitalism in there. He gets you in debt and has you repaying him by doing tasks yeah, and he, selling fins. He's on it. He He's getting shit done. He's a businessman. He's all about the money. I, I'm here for it. No, fuck that, man. <laughs> Where's my Daisy fans at? I like Isabel too. Isabel's great. She's underappreciated <laughs> by Tom Nook. I love it. Jared picks the two main characters. There. I don't but, know a lot of Animal Crossing Daisy, characters. Okay, that's all I got. Daisy was my favorite. Daisy is like, um, uh, fuck, what breed of dog is she? I can't remember, but she's like a dog and she's really friendly and happy. Mm. She was my favorite. And I also liked, uh, fuck, no, I forgot their name. Don't worry. There was a couple I liked. Goldie, golden, Goldie, something like that. I like the the snotty uh, pig that sells you turnips. She's cute. <laughs> oh, the I'm, turnip uh, lady. I, yeah, the only Animal Crossing I played was this one, so that's all I have context to. I, think I she's played it for like Maisie. six months. It's, oh yeah, I think it's Maisie or Maisie, something like that. I played it for like six months when it came out, and then I didn't play it anymore. My wife had taken I over, and know. she took over our village. <laughs> I need to look. Kai, your favorite Animal Crossing villager? <laughs> None of them. They all suck. Play a real farming sim. I'm gatekeeping farming wow. sims. You, you, you're the Dark Souls gatekeepers for farming sims. <laughs> oh, a thousand, a thousand percent. People yeah. out here pretending to like. You're like, oh, your your game doesn't have complicated uh, crafting systems. You're not yeah. a real farming you're, sim. You're not completely bewildered at how the game functions. Then you're not really playing a farming sim. I'm sorry. As someone that uh, has taken the overwhelming uh, crafting systems of uh, <laughs> fuck, what's like Astroneer? I would I'll, t- oh. I'll take a I'll take a simplistic <laughs> system at any it's point. Crack for me. No, like- I remember jumping into Astroneer and I like you had been playing for a while and there was like eighteen different things happening that all like yes. go into one another. I'm like, how did you do any of this? Making real oxygen in real life is more easy than it is in Astroneer. Oh, <laughs> I'm just trying to find uh, the other bloody. There was a cat that I liked. He's still on. Yeah, it's really annoying. Oh, what's the cat that has two different dude? Dude, oh yeah, that was the Raymond. That was he has two different color eyes. The cat. Yeah, everyone loves Raymond. Can we talk about the uh, really problematic species separation between the animals that you capture and contain in zoo prison (laughs) and the ones you live on with the island who are sentient? (laughs) Because no one seems to be talking about this issue, but uh, I'm pretty sure that the whale shark you captured is probably more intelligent than the fucking panda who's living on the island, but. What do I know? Well, that's why you'll notice that none of the there's no there's no crossover. None of the animals that you capture are animals that are villagers. All the all the animals that are villagers had had transcended and they're the superior race. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
oh. the superior species of animals. Nope, they're all cute. So, wow, they are all. What cute. does that say? Even the whale oh my shark. god, it's a I can't believe the world that Animal Crossing exists. In. Fucking nice. Only the beautiful and successful get to uh, survive in that world. Uh, anyway. Sorry, on a, on a completely unrelated note, have you heard this theory about um, Pokemon only evolve because we force them to fight? Yeah, yeah. I never heard Absolutely. about that until recently. Well, even even in the anime, they've kind of tackled this, where like <clears throat> Pokemon don't want to evolve. Like Ash's Bulbasaur in the beginning, like didn't want to evolve, so it was like suppressing its evolution. Or like Ash's Pikachu when he gives the Thunderstone, he turns down the Thunderstone, saying like I don't want to evolve, like I'm good enough the way I am. Oh, okay, that's crazy. Oh, you're not, to me. You dirty ape. Hornsby. You need to be a fucking Raichu. Hornsby. What? Daisy Goldie Hornsby. Hornsby is a blue rhino, and he's fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh. But sorry, yes, I was stolen. I was stolen. <laughs> Are all those um, from New Horizons? Or have you played? Yeah, no, literally New Horizons is the only one I played. The only one anyone's played. Uh, That's not true. People like people like other ones. New Leaf is the one that people. Yeah, I'm sure that there's people gatekeeping. Fucking (laughs) the Animal Crossing (laughs) community is gatekeeping the newest Animal Crossing because people enjoyed it and they're like, no, I only get to enjoy these. I'm starting to um, notice a vicious cycle here. Yeah, gamers are fucking <laughs> exactly. Awful. We're uh, just they're just assholes. Okay, next next question here. Uh, this is from Ryan from the List Off podcast, uh, and he and he says, "What's a classic game that you've never played? Something that would surprise people?" Mass Effect. Oh shit. Oh no! Is the Xbox 360 classic now? <laughs> Have we gotten to that point? Oh god! Oh uh, no! Mass Effect oh, no. is like one that I've never played. Uh, Dead Space is one I've never played. Those are both fantastic games. We yeah, got to get you. Really, to get you really have those. to play those. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how to answer this question. Well, I, I was going to go with like like NES and some games like that. Like I've never played a Metroid game. That's a very popular. Never played a Metroid. Never played a Castlevania. Played, I had a Metroid, never played Castlevania. Never I had a Metroid, Metroid game for Game Boy Advance. Super uh, Mario Bros. Uh, 3. Fusion. Super no. Mario Bros. 3 is another game I've never played that I hear is It's amazing. okay. World, world's better. Oh, really? Somebody told me... <laughs> that might be a hot take for Somebody some told me that like Super Mario Bros. 3 is the best platformer of all time. I can't tell if this is me having played all of the games or me not knowing any classic <laughs> games. It's, it's kind of... <laughs> um, like big popular ones. I'm trying to see if another big franchise... Mega Man? I've never played a Mega Man game. No, let me let me Google classic video games and I see. I've never played a Mega Man game. I've never played all the, like, at least most of the Sonic games. I've played all the Sonic games. I've played at least most of the Sonic played games. played every Mario, um, pretty much, or at least tried it. I've never played the beginning, like the very first couple of Zelda games. Oh, I've never uh, played a God of War. Oh. I've also never played a God of War. I, I didn't play yeah, the original that's a, trilogy. That's a big one. I just finished the reboot. Uh, yeah, God, man. Never played Mario Bros. 3. Never played yeah. Link to the Past. Um, that's is good. Never played Donkey Kong. I'm going to have us play through uh, Adventures of Link again, Kai, <laughs> for the podcast. No. <laughs> oh God, that was terrible. <laughs> It was fine. The Dark Souls of the Zelda games. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, this, this website is classifying. It's so hard. This website is classifying Prince of Persia Sands of Time as classic. That's a great game. That's a great game. We should play that Prince of Persia. Final Fantasy 7. Actually, any Final I've Fantasy. I've never played. I've never played. The only Final Fantasy I've played was a tiny bit of 6 and a tiny bit of 13 and 15. That's all I've played. Star Fox 64. What is the, never what is played the it? RPG, the JRPG we played 
on Wii. That was really oh, good. Oh, like Crystal Chronicles or something like that? It was so good. I still fondly remember Or it was like the, ta- the, the town building one, and then like you go out and you were like a mayor of like the town. No, 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 no. Well, that was a Final Fantasy game. That was good. Uh, no, there's a different one. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, we played uh, a lot of games. Big, <laughs> we have been a lot of games. I've never played Smash Bros. Melee or Brawl. I know. Oh you didn't play Melee? No, never. Oh, and the only Jesus. one I've ever played is Ultimate, and I've only played That's it for like 10 minutes. Funny. Wait, you haven't played the original Smash either, the 64? Nope. Oh, wow. Me and Jared have put hours in Smash Bros. Oh, so many. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting because Smash Bros. Brawl actually has a story mode, and I kind of want to play it for the podcast because it's batshit crazy. Mm. I've heard. I've heard. The subspace emissary was a wild time. Um, other big ones, Super Smash Bros. I definitely play. I've, most Nintendo stuff. Monster Half-Life Hunter. Two. Monster Half-Life 2. Half-Life. I haven't played any Half-Life. haven't played Monster Hunter. Bioshock. Uh, I've never played a Bayonetta game. I don't know if that's surprising, but Bayonetta. I've never played Bayonetta either. I've never played the um, Philips CDI versions of Zelda, which I think we should. I haven't. I don't think many. Anyone? Where do you even get those? We can. We can. You can emulate them. We actually Mm. should play them. Those games are wild. They're fucking awful. (laughs) The animations are are crazy. Uh, Yeah, I think those are a lot of big ones. Yeah. Mm. I never played Gex. Oh, I love Gex. I had one on the Game Boy. A lot of people talk about Gex and like PlayStation. And how she's a very back. misogynistic uh, gecko, but that was kind of the time. So, mm. not that that ex- is an excuse at all. But a classic game people should play if they haven't is Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. That was on PS One. That was a fucking a great classic game. game that people should play is Putt Putt Saves the Zoo for PC. Oh it's on Switch now too. Putt Putt yes. Saves the Zoo is a fantastic okay. game. This whole podcast it doesn't matter anymore. We're getting into this. This is the greatest <laughs> game that ever was made, ever. That and like a Freddy uh, Fish, Pajama Sam. Pajama Sam, yeah, Pajama Sam. God, these are oh, bangers the, in the PC um, area. Beautiful Joe, Beautiful Joe was oh, great I didn't play on the Beautiful game. Joe. You never played I it. Play I watched the anime, but I didn't play it. And um, there was a game on X. I think it was original Xbox called Thirteen. It was like a comic book. Uh, game it played like you had like comic book panels and stuff that was really fucking good everything on Newgrounds is a classic <laughs> and I've played them all oh uh, No More Heroes I haven't played a No More Heroes game you played Time Splitters by any chance nope haven't played Time Splitters ah oh, Time Splitters is good you have to play you have to play Paper Mario Ben because Paper Mario is fantastic I know well, you, you've been burned by Super Mario RPG but there's a Nintendo 64 one was great. The GameCube 1000 Your Door is the best one, but unless you're willing to pay like a hundred plus dollars for that game, then it's it's incredibly expensive. But arguably the better one. I mean, you can emulate it. That's fine. That yeah, I've I I was burnt by Super Mario RPG, but um, I've seen a playthrough of Thousand Year Door and it looked great. <sighs> Ellie, did you watch Game Grumps playthrough of Thousand yeah, Year Door? Yeah. yeah, that's the one I watched too. Um, and Ellie. Long has a copy of the origami kin which i will probably yeah. play at some point uh, uh what i saw her play was great yeah i think i can't think of another big franchise that would surprise people that i haven't played god of war is a big one for me have you played you sly played cooper tekken? ben you must have played tekken surely. i played tekken yeah i played tekken yeah. and sly cooper? No. Oh, sly cooper is so a big good. one jack oh wait have you played jack and daxter Never played Ratchet and Clank. Never played Jack and Daxter. <laughs> okay, we're 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 getting that. That's gonna be. We were literally. Like, just, awesome. We were literally just talking about how those games shaped my childhood. Like, oh, oh wow, I put really? more no. hours into Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Dexter than 
any game up until this day. I played through the first Jack and Dexter game like seven times in a year. Like it was it's so, it. Good. It's yeah. so good. Did you oh, play any of the Tony Hawk game. games, Ben? I played one and two, and then I played Pro, Pro Skater. Um, I mean, I yeah, played Pro American Skater. Wasteland and Project Eight. Those were kind of the ones I remember playing a lot. I played. Too. Was it on? We went underground. Was it? Me and Jared were yeah. little skater yeah. boys uh, growing up, so we played Flame. all of the skate games. My flare jeans yep. and some forty-one uh, in my ears. Yeah. Let's go! Hell yeah! <laughs> World industry shoes. Hell oh, yeah! Hell yeah! Because we couldn't afford Vans. <laughs> Effies. That was the other one I used to wear. <laughs> Okay. Well, I was afraid that this we're gonna have enough questions and we're gonna go for so long. I'm so happy. This is great. This is great. This is what I wanted. Uh, okay, we'll we'll move on to the next questions. Thank you so much, Ryan, for leaving that question. I really appreciate it. Uh, next is Showboys Mike from the Showboys podcast. He asks, "Which type of chicken wings do you prefer, and why is it boneless?" Uh, non boneless because I'm not a uh, boneless ain't chicken wings, yeah. boy. That's a chicken tendy dog. Yeah, you, you, you eat the palate a of a four-year-old. Boy. Congratulations. Uh, also, I, it's always the teriyaki or Asian-style wings because oh, it's delicious. Ooh, umami, Asian, Asian wings you can't umami. beat umami. And the bones make it taste better. I don't know why. It just I, does. I, I will say, I'll, I'll play a little devil, devil's advocate here. I agree with you that the bone and wings are delicious, but just like just popping like, pop one of those wings in your mouth. I will say, when inebriated with marijuana, having bones is dangerous. Yes. And so having the, <laughs> the boneless experience uh, okay, is, is, is a benefit. Is, is better. Yes. I will say this, right? So I I am a classic hot wing man. I like okay. my buffalo wings with my blue cheese sauce that on the side. So that surprising is like... from what part of the world you come from. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's an American at heart. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. It's a, his heart is covered with blue cheese. <laughs> it's best in the UK. Like nine times out of ten, the chicken wings you get are just plain. They're just like oh. fried chicken wings, just plain. Or Ooh. you get spicy chicken wings that are just smothered in chili. So and half you guys like can't a, even handle spice. Now that's all exactly. <laughs> so to get like a proper, like a buffalo wing with blue cheese sauce is like. Mm. However, mm. if I am to pop chicken as a snack, boneless is the way I go, hundred yeah. percent. And my personal choice for boneless chicken is either teriyaki. Or Korean fried barbecue, like Korean Ooh, barbecue chicken, yes, is so 100%. fucking good. Or tempura, if you can get yourself some tempura chicken and like some sweet chili sauce, yeah. Mm. Nuggies are for the home. Chicken wings mm-hmm. are special occasion. Chicken wings yeah. are the wedding of food. They happen like four, <laughs> four or five times a year. It's a, it's a celebration of life. You're just you're happy to be there. Boneless, boneless wings are yeah. like when your parents like, oh no, we got chicken wings at home. And you get home and it's boneless wings, and you're like, like, you're like yeah, you yeah, yeah. Know you know, thing is you slut. You know when there's a you know when there's a bone in there, you're like, oh, something special. Oh, something special. Guys, what's happening yeah. over here? Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> thank you, Mike, for that question. <laughs> uh, Dave Jackson from Tales from the Backlog. Oh. Oh, never mind. That is the next question. I thought I skipped the question, but that's good. He is from Tales from the Backlog in the top three podcasts. But he says, "What? what's a game you wish you liked more? Oof, two spring to mind straight away. <laughs> Super Mario RPG. Super Mario RPG. <laughs> Super Mario RPG. <laughs> and uh, Super Mario RPG and uh, Skyrim. Oh, yeah. You didn't like Skyrim. That's it's right. Not, it's not that I don't like Skyrim. I like Skyrim the normal amount for a person who played it 20 years you know, after like, it came out. That's that's fair. It's you know, 10th iteration. It's still coming out. 
They're never going to change. It's it's great. It's a great game. Well, it's a good Bethesda game. Yeah. I just I I don't have that level of hype that other people have for Skyrim because I didn't grow yeah. up playing it. And that's I think fair. that's the a big lo- thing. A lot of Skyrim happened in high school for, for exactly. us. Exactly. So While y'all were playing Skyrim, so I was playing Skyrim. New Vegas and Fallout 3. That was New Vegas life. is also very good. But um, I, I mean, we joked about it, but I think I'm going to come up with another one as I think here. But Super Mario RPG was one for me because I went into that really enjoying the Mario RPG games that I've played, whether that's all the Paper Marios or the Mario and Luigi things. And Super Mario RPG was kind of the the genesis of that. It was the origin of those Mario RPGs that I loved, and it just it just fell short in almost every aspect for me, which was unfortunate. This is a this is a weird one, but any <laughs> of the Sims games other than Sims Two, because. So it's just, you, just, like, you just like you just like the third person perspective, and you didn't yeah. like the top down. It was what I wanted to enjoy. I we put what three hundred hours in the Sims Two, probably. Oh, we played all. Yeah, and I've played the other Sims games. They just don't hit the same. It's not the same experience. I got in when the getting was good, and now it's just not. It's never right again, and that's sad because I I did like those games, but I just can't do the weird. Top down. Top well, down it, and it's too. interesting because it's almost like where you started because Sims 2 is the only one that's different. And so people were used to the normal thing. They changed it. And they're like, that's weird. So they went back. But I we've I, literally I, only experienced Sims 2. I know. I wish I could enjoy the other ones. But, you know, here I am. You know, I, I think... Never... Go on, Jared. I was just going to say, I think that, like, the, the options and the difference that the, the other games bring makes it enticing and i can get past the gameplay because going back to sims 2 and playing it there is like limitations for like things you can do mm. and everything like you can't have two-story homes and you can't have like like your pools are limited and stuff like that and you know all the important sims things that people need <laughs> yeah i uh, i can't remember what i was gonna say now i did oh, that fuck, i'm sorry <laughs> uh okay oh do you know sorry a random one at the end okay and this uh, fifa Right, I absolutely love. I, I I don't talk to him anymore, but a friend of mine. Every time we saw each other, we mm-hmm. used to do like couch versus games of FIFA, and it was brilliant. Being in the same room as one another, such a great time. And FIFA is one of those games that I should be able to enjoy in theory because mm-hmm. in theory it's fun for me, but I can't enjoy it as a single player experience. I fucking hate Ultimate Team. I uh, hate yeah. playing online against people. I, I I love playing in real life against people on FIFA, but yeah. I wouldn't play it on my own. I we have a kind of have an interesting relationship with uh, sports games in the sense that we hate them unless we're just playing competitive against one another because we like we'll fucking play all with so much Madden, so much Captain Tsubasa, yeah. all of that. A, I mean, that's a little Madden O two. I think is what we we had. <laughs> yeah, so it was something like that for the and PS2. We always, we always chose the worst teams. We were like the fucking Ravens and the Browns, and we would just be like, "This is it. This is." This I is was good. like that with um, UFC Four. I yeah. downloaded it because it was on Game Pass, and I like fighting games. It was a different type of fighting game, and I started to get a bit bored of it. And then when my brother came around, he also played UFC Four, so mm-hmm. we would play that together, and that kind of interests me again. But when he left. Yeah. I uninstalled it. I was like, I got no interest in playing this on my own at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so many, thanks, Dave. So many WWE questions. games. Oh yeah, oh, so we play. We play. We play. We love playing WWE games together. 
That would have been a good one. Awful on your own, but when someone comes around, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And 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 I must mention because FIFA has mentioned Subasa, which is possibly the greatest soccer game ever made. Football, fuck is Subasa. It, it's it's, it's football but anime. It's an anime. It's anime soccer, and it's just over oh, the top, no, and it's, it's so much fun. It's, it's so good. If you have a chance, it's on almost anything. You can get on Switch. It's on Xbox and PlayStation. It's like me it's and Eddie at the minute. Fun. She bought me Mario Golf Rush for my birthday because she knew I really wanted it, so, and I'm yeah, actually fucking loving it. Yeah, like yeah, me and the, her the, yesterday just played it for like two hours before we went to bed. We met at like three a.m. because we were just playing golf. Yeah, it's one of those things where it just like when you're playing with somebody and it just kind of like clicks. It's so fun. Yeah, I, any any of the Mario sports games are surprisingly good. Like I'm I'm super excited for Strikers to come back. I'm oh, ready. Strikers for is the one I'm like yeah. Mario. I can't remember. Was it GameCube the Mario soccer game? Yep, it was GameCube. That was the first Strikers. Yeah, yeah. that was fucking brilliant. It was great. Um, next question is again from Ryan from the List Off Podcast. He asks, out of the games you've played for the show, which have you enjoyed the most? Oh, this is whether weird. that's the, the gameplay, whether that's our conversations around the game, say, whether that's like any of that. If this conversation surrounding, then so far Kentucky Route Zero is the peak for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the conversations that came out of that, in terms of like just like contemplating life and death and all kinds of stuff, but then also we've had some good conversations, surprisingly, about like Doom when we played Doom '93. Yeah. We had some good conversations about Doom and what it meant for the for the industry and mm-hmm. that Dragon Cancer as well, talking about, you know, where the game fell a little bit short. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, I, I'll just of, go on, go on. I was just gonna say, like a just different answer here too. I really enjoyed our uh Firewatch episode. Mm-hmm. I think that uh I mean, even though I had kind of conflicting feelings about the ending of that game, I think that the entirety of it and the conversations that we had from Firewatch was really cool. And it was a really enjoyable experience. I, I mean, I have to fall back on Ocarina of time, like seeing, yeah. <laughs> having been experienced Ocarina of time for the first time with no knowledge of it was just so enlightening for me. And I was like, this is beautiful. This is not great. only that playing it on an N64. In oh yeah. Playing it on the N64. 20 too, years. Yeah. Like that was mechanically, Absolutely. that was one of the most interesting playthroughs. And it made me realize how like actually intuitive the N64 controller is, in, at least half of it. <laughs> and I mean, not to, not to plug the current game, but Disco. Disco's competing yeah, for one of my I, favorite games of all time. So yeah, it's up there. It is I was gonna on say, the in list. Terms of, in terms of actually playing, yeah, ones that spring to mind is like Ocarina. I yeah. actually really fucking enjoyed playing Ocarina. Um, mm. And the more I look back on it, the more I realized how much fun I had. Yeah. At Frog Fractions... That game oh, yeah, was right. fucking wild and was probably Go one listen of the to best. that episode. It was a it was a great time. It's like our Most second game we played, so we're probably like a, a hot mess at that point. But go go listen to it. We still had it notes. Well, fucking nerds. Oh <laughs> we yeah. Still took it. In, in trying to find our last set of questions to kind of reflect these ones, I found like our Ocarina of Time note, notes uh, for the, the Shadow Temple, and we took like four pages of notes for that. <laughs> and now oh, we just don't do shit. anything. Now we're just doing it off the cuff. We don't even. Oh, and yes, just yeah. to harp on to uh, what Kai said, yeah, Disco is is probably up there with the most fun I've had playing yeah. a game so far. Disco's, Disco's an interesting experience, definitely. And I like the conversations that have come out of Disco. Um, so thanks, Ryan, for your other question. Uh, Sarah, my wife, has asked us a bunch of questions on oh. here, too. Jared's own Sarah, because last time I said Ben's own Ellie, so I was trying to call Oh, okay, one. a little callback, okay. 
uh, she asks, what's your favorite movie? Oh, this is always a fun question to ask answer for everybody. <laughs> Fucking hate questions like this. Uh, yeah, I would. I would and your, your, your favorite the- can consist of lots of movies. Just what's one of them? Uh, yeah, probably some of my favorite. The Maltese Falcon. Great film. Uh, Arsenic and Old Lace, another fucking banger. Uh, Rebel Without a Cause is a f- classic. Um, I am partial to Pulp Fiction. I another uh fucking Marmite movie hot, hot that, take that people either hate school. or love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah. I mean, it reshaped how we view cinema in the nineties. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, Tarantino's films. I mean, he's a terrible human being, but goddamn, he can make some movies. Um. Mm. Hmm. I'm, a basic, I'm a basic mind. bitch when it comes to movies. Yeah, someone else jumped so, in here. Uh, free of mind spring to mind. I also am partial to Pulp Fiction. I fucking love Pulp Fiction. Um, and I agree with you about Tarantino. Uh, awful human being, but makes some great movies. Uh, another one for me is like Hot Fuzz. Uh, I don't this know. So good. so good. I don't know how many people are out there like Hot Fuzz, but um. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are a fucking amazing duo. They're fantastic. Edgar Wright Hilarious. is an amazing director as well. And a lot of people I know say that Shaun of the Dead is the better one. But for me, Hot I like Fuzz, Shaun of the, I like Shaun Hot of the Fuzz Dead. is the better of the trilogy. That's yeah. the best one. Um, and I got to give a shout out to the Batman. like The recent the, Batman? The Batman with Robert Pattinson is yeah, I've heard. fucking amazing. You just only superhero movies, Kai. That's that's you're, you I know, know yeah. Right, but it's it's there's so much in the it's it's not even like the the plot in that's great and mm-hmm. the acting is great, but it's also the small details. I mean, like the yeah. cinematography in that movie is fucking brilliant. You can't say it's not. Yeah, I'm but so ironically, I, I have a very close <laughs> film school who is very angry at that movie right now, but we're oh, interesting assholes, so it's fine uh yes uh no i, I just, my, my issue with the batman is that there has been so many batman too many batman all the batman all, all the also, batman we had we had a great dark knight the dark, performance the dark knight the Heath dark Ledger, knight christian bale yep. it was like that that was a once in a generation movie and then they're trying to recapture that magic i'm not here for it i'm sorry just okay so and i'll, I'll carry that movie so right i'll say this right Heath that. ledger as the joker is a better villain than the guy who plays Riddler in the Batman. Mm. But the Batman as a whole is a better movie than the Dark Knight. Oh, wow. I've heard that the Pattinson does a really good job at his Bruce Wayne. Like his, Batman. His, his, Batman. 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 <laughs> we just start calling him Batman. <laughs> uh, Pattinson is a fucking amazing Batman. And they went in a different angle with Bruce Wayne because he kind of become this like, reclusive loner orphan rather than this eccentric millionaire playboy mm, and so it's a completely different take on on bruce wayne but uh this entire time i've been trying to think of movies and like i said i don't watch movies and i'm a basic bitch that really can be entertained by anything that you turn on in front of me sure. uh, but a couple a couple that spring to mind uh obviously i love anime princess mononoke is a fantastic oh movie. yeah any Miyazaki mm. movie is really any of no, those, any of those Ghibli's, like Ghibli, any of the Ghibli's, Prince Monote, Spirited Away, Spirited Rocco, Away is also Polka, a, great, a great one. I really just wanted you to be like, I really like the latest Star Wars movie. I'm really a fan of just <laughs> I, like, I mean, the Deathly Hollows Part One, like just hot, ta- only hot takes from. Jared. I I I like I like Last Jedi. Exactly. 
If that doesn't disqualify him from having an opinion on anything, I don't know what will. You know know what's a movie I I thought was good? I like Split with James McAvoy. I think he did a fantastic job in that I've not seen any of them. I desperately want to see that whole performance in. His performance is fantastic in in those, and then the whole Shyamalan's, movie, the whole the whole Shyamalan's tri- Shyamalan's his, What can we say? Um, I'm gonna just re- represent some of my fighting movie fans out there. Um, Old Boy is a great, great movie. Fight Club, uh, House of <laughs> that's, all, that's all the fighting movies I have. <laughs> that's awful. Uh, Old Boy, the the not the American, the original Japanese version or Korean, whichever it was, I forget. Uh, the Raid is a great movie. House of Flying Daggers. Jet Li's hero is great. I love me some martial arts movies. Kill Bill. Just kidding. Uh, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of more movies, and I can't think of any of them. I have Split, and I have Princess Mononoke. I love all of uh, John Hughes films. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the '80s, so Pretty in Pink. The, tra- the Transporter. The tra- Transporter bangs. Just watched that the other day. Watch the original. Uh, watched uh with russia from love uh with the james bond film uh from the 60s oh, okay. that yeah. slapped that casino film, royale great that movie casino royale is probably the, the best james bond ever made which is oh, the daniel craig or the original no that's daniel, daniel craig. craig one okay uh, yeah yeah uh but the narrative and storytelling in with russia from love is better than any movie other than a couple of like like Casino Royale, like of any movie that has come out in the last ten years, like people just they we have such short attention spans and we're so obsessed with the hero's journey that we just can't get off that rail. We're just like mm-hmm. everything's a superhero, um, but goddamn, could they write back? Oh, you what is a movie you've just unlocked a memory of me watching that I really fucking loved was American Beauty. That's a good movie. American you, Beauty is a great movie. You know what's an interesting movie that I think we just watched recently? Kai was uh, Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> that that is a very interesting it's movie it's it's wild it's 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 pretty wild if you haven't seen it you should definitely watch it if we if we want to get into like late like art films the lighthouse fantastic movie pretty much anything lighthouse. a24 has done fucking so many good movies that they've produced annapurna's done a couple of bangers recently uh ladybird <laughs> is great eighth grade from bo burnham is incredible coming of age yeah. story I could do this all day. I could just spit fucking movies at people. So let's move on. This is this was this was your thing for a while. We're rounding an hour. That's <laughs> fine. The people have come here for this. Uh, the next question. Oh my Sarah. god, Moonlight! Fucking Moonlight! Go watch Moonlight. If you haven't I- seen Moonlight, go watch Moonlight. Is probably one of the greatest movies of our generation. It is the greatest commentary on blackness and youth in America. Holy shit! Go watch Moonlight. For so many reasons, I have the book of the screenplay uh, that is signed, and it is one of my prized possessions. Watch Moonlight. That's it. asks me asks me to move on, and then continues to <laughs> ramble about movies. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a good shout. Uh, the next question from Sarah is: When are you going to play the Oregon Trail? I've never ever played Oregon. Neither Trail. Neither have I. Like, I've never played Oregon, Oregon Trail either. The hottest fucking game. That I first of all love Oregon Trail. Big, I've never big Oregon it. Trail. Okay, well, we're, we're announcing it now. I didn't know it came until like four years ago, by the way. Like, I didn't they remade it for uh, Apple Arcade. There's like a remake of it on Apple Arcade. You gotta, you gotta play the original. You gotta play it in fucking whatever the code is it like text based, like fucking yeah. oh, so DS, good. not DS. What's it called? The fucking Windows shit. Uh, Rassy, no AC, Arky, something RC, Rarcy, anything. Uh, um, yes, Oregon Trail is great. Actually, that is gonna be our interstitial. 
I've decided right now. <laughs> Just going to announce it here. Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Uh, after Disco Elysium, which we have like, who knows, 10 episodes left of or whatever, <laughs> uh, my interstitial is going to be Oregon Trail. We're going to play through Oregon Trail because I, it is a valuable experience for all. And if you haven't died of dysentery at least once in your life in Oregon Trail, then you haven't lived. That's the um, only thing I know about the game is that you can die of dysentery. That's the, the only, only thing, thing in the game. That's the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> that is that, that is, is the, the game. Oregon Trail shitting your brains out in death. That is that is the whole game. Um, but yeah, so you're gonna uh, get a little, a little taste of what's coming. A little bonus. Ooh, also, little don't let me forget this because it's gonna look really bad if like <laughs> comes and I'm like actually. Moon Glow Bay. Uh, yeah. You do want to play through Moon Glow Bay. Moon, ooh, Moon Glow Bay. I do, but... Uh, the next question, Sarah's done four, so this is the third question here. What is... Oh, no, sorry. Who's your favorite female video game character? Oof. Oof. Asking Oof. the hard uh, questions out here. Jill, Jill Valentine from Resident Evil comes to mind first. She's she's a boss. She's a boss bitch. <laughs> Ashley from Resident Evil, no. Ashley um, from Resi 4. Uh, Senua yeah. from Senua's Sacrifice. She is fantastic. And the performance Senua in Aloy from Aloy. Aloy's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think uh, of more. I'm trying to think uh, of the name. Anna from Gears of War. Like the original yes. trilogy. Fucking great character. Zelda. Um, sometimes. <laughs> debatable. <laughs> um, you don't agree? You don't like Zelda? No, no man. Damn no. stress. Not dying. Yeah, I, it's okay. Um, I'm it. trying to think of other, uh, like, I'm not a big fan of Jill Valentine, like, as a character. Do you know Valentine? She, she's all right. I don't think I, she's like. Nurse uh, Jenny. Nurse Nurse Jenny? Officer Jenny? No, nurse Joy. Nurse Joy. Officer, nurse, Officer Joy. Jenny. nurse Joy. It's Nurse Joy. <laughs> nurse, nurse Jenny. Joy. Nurse Joy is always there when I need her. She's reliable. She does her job day in, day out, no matter what time you need her. <laughs> Uh, you know, and she's she's in the animes and she's nice. So uh, you haven't played Mass Effect, Ben, but when you play it and get to her, Tali, she's a. Everyone talks character. about female Shepherd. What's this? What's up? Female, with female Shepherd, Shepherd is female Shepherd is great. What was uh, the, uh... Ellie from The Last of Us? Ellie, oh, yeah, fantastic. Ellie from the Last of Us, yes. What was the girl from um, Outer Worlds? I don't know. Oh, um, uh, um, our part, our partner. Um, I was going to say Havarti, but that's cheese. Um, Pavardi. Pavardi. Pavardi from great. Outer Worlds. Great, great she's character. Great. Uh, why we're also on that controversially, Abby from The Last of Us Part Two. Abby is it's fantastic. It's controversial in this group. We're all, we're all no, pro Abby. We all. Uh, Siri in um, uh, Witcher 3. She's cool. Never played it. Oh, which of three? We I played a decent amount of three. I didn't like get very far in it, but uh, I'm trying to think of more characters. I, I wasn't a fan of the like OG Laura Croft, but when they rebooted the it, the reboot one, the reboot yeah. one was good. Like she's she's a good character. Cortana. I was waiting for someone to say Cortana. Cortana's I don't have an opinion on a Cortana. I've only played Halo <laughs> Combat Evolved. Cortana's so. too sexy for her own good. It's scary. There's a, there's a weird vibe there that they you put want a lot of misogyny built into Cortana. Ooh, ooh Gladys from Portal 2. <laughs> Potato best. Gladys, specifically. Potato Gladys <laughs> from Portal 2 is probably the best <laughs> the best character. Uh, I think, honestly, uh, Ellie and Abby from Last of Us Part 2 kind of take the cake here because their characters are fantastic. Yeah, I'd say so. And I, I'd say that 
I'd say Senor is probably like an honorable mention for me. Yeah, Senor's like trail of that character fantastic. is great. Yeah. Do you have any more uh, t- to add, Kai? Are you frantically searching like I, I have um, been? <laughs> the I remember having a crush on the female character from Jack Three, but I'm trying to find her name. Ooh. But she's, she's I oh Tess fucking Tess dog. Tess. There you go. Oh dang! Oh hell! Wait, yeah. I, we we can only see that you you're you're obstructing the face, which felt a little misogynist. So can you scroll <laughs> down a little bit? bit? There you go. <laughs> yes, what I remember Tess. Ah um, oh, fuck! There's a couple of Final Fantasy you can fix my speeder oh. any day. What? What's the What's the name? Is it Is it Tia? Tia? Everyone's big on Tia from Final Fantasy. Oh Tifa. Is she, is she Tifa, the one, is she the one in the like little top? Yeah, yeah. yeah she's got a harnessy thing down on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 2B from Near Automata. Yeah. Never played it's it all again. Great These are all great. Oh, Samus? Samus Ron? Samus is a banger. Yeah. What's the Isn't girl she from... Silent protagonist? What? Isn't Samus a silent protagonist? You're still I... a girl, though. Yeah. <laughs> but how could she... Like... I, I mean, I, I guess I'm. I'm. I, the reason I'm having trouble understanding is I've never played a Metroid, so I don't know anything about her yeah. character at all. Also, she's a silent. Also, champion. more importantly, every RPG me and Jared play, we're always a girl. Always. Yeah. we're always a black woman. So every yeah, yeah, yeah. RPG where we get to build the character, Be, there you building go. it's just for it, I, my character in Dark Souls is female. Yeah. I always pick female characters because in Rage Two, which is a great game yeah. that I don't know why no one talks about, but yes, Rage Two is really good. Um, cool. Okay, next question is, if you can only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay. Asian food. <laughs> can, I, can I have that I umbrella? Like, can, we go, can we go continental or do we have to be specific? <laughs> I'm going, uh, I'm going, I'm going umbrella. I'm going to say Asian food. <laughs> yeah. It's just anything non-British. <laughs> if I had to be specific, if I had to be specific, I know I said Asian food, but I love, I love curries. Curries are great. I feel like I are we talking about like, like one ingredient or like one meal or one. You can interpret this question however. Let me interpret you this want. in a couple of different ways. If it was eat and drink, if I could only eat and drink one thing, it'd be coffee. If I could only eat Fair. one food, it'd be rice. I love rice. Rice. Ooh, is, rice you is can good. do a million. Um, you can make mochi with rice. You can do a bunch of fried rice with rice. Fried rice. I mean, that would suggest that there is some oil involved in there. I don't know how strict we're being, but yeah, <laughs> rice bangs. Uh, if I could only eat one kind of food, probably like Southeast Asian food. It's just, yeah, it's always good. It's warm. You can have the warm, cold. They have great salads. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, yeah, I think that that's everything. I think I named yeah, the three I steps. Think, I think if I had, if I went like umbrella, I think I'd have to say same sort of thing. Like Southeast Asian would be like what, like Japanese Thai. Yeah, oh, Vietnamese and stuff. I feel like of all the areas in the world, it's the most versatile. You got your yeah. hot food, you got your sweet food, you've got your main meals. Like you got, I want like, bento boxes food. for when it's hot and shit like that. Yeah. Like you know, there's so much versatility. Like if you go like, like I love Middle Eastern food, like curries and stuff, but I can't imagine what I would eat on a hot day. Like I wouldn't want to sit there and eat a fucking gel. A nice steamy bowl of curry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on a nice like hot day. That seems too much to me. Just have cold curry. Not a fucking animal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Thank yeah. you, Sarah, for all those questions. Next on our list, we have Ryan again from List Off Podcast. Go check them out. They're fantastic. Uh, no, they're he, he says, What's, what is your favorite color? Oh, orange. Uh, teal. Green. <sighs> so specific. Orange? Teal. 
uh, chartreuse. I can see that it's orange. Uh, orange chair, uh, got orange PC, I got everything. In, in middle school, uh, my favorite color was orange too. I had an orange hoodie that I wore religiously. I probably should have worn it less, but I wore it all the time. Yeah, I have an I orange like, hoodie as well. I feel like green is the most basic bitch like favorite color. But you like you like you like you like forest green. Yeah, oh, every time okay. I've ever played GTA, I always end up with the same car, which is the Challenger copy clone from GTA, painted uh, forest green, green, black. forest green black with black, yeah, black racing stripes. Every oh, goddamn Link, time, Link love that car. Green. Link green. Uh, next question from Ryan. He asks, "What are your hobbies outside of gaming?" We kind of answered this in the last one, but it's been a mm. while, so maybe we've come up. With, I've got new hobbies. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. my hobbies involve uh sleeping uh photography um and playing card and board games i like playing trading card games Uh, and stuff my my hobbies outside of gaming i i'm an artist my degree is in graphic design so i do a lot of like designing i do a lot of that i've been really getting into like video editing I, i i like i like doing that aspect i play guitar i love music uh oh yeah drums uh, i'm getting back into I play, drums i, I drum play piece, piano so. even though i haven't in a very long time uh i played the saxophone and trumpet at one point in my life just not <laughs> anymore uh i like pokemon cards that's it we found two pokemon cards on the ground yesterday that's why i that, said that because we were walking around and i just found two pokemon cards and i was like these are mine now <laughs> <laughs> do you play or do you collect uh i haven't collected them in a very long time i want to get back into it but i do i play the like the tcgo i play the online yeah, game. yeah. i haven't played the actual card game in a long time and and Yu Gi Oh is way too fucking complicated now for me to get into it ben i need help because i started playing yeah. i got um uh, i think it's legacy of the duelist for game boy color and i've been just playing that because it's like no like no <laughs> effect monsters just normal monsters and like yes this is you yeah one day we'll sort saying okay come on master jewel but the, the the fucking annoying thing is that Master Jewel uses OCG rules, which is Asian rules. They don't use TCG, which is Europe and America. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So, no, Yu-Gi-Oh is fucking complicated now. I can't. Yeah, it's complex as shit, man. Fuck is. pendulum summoning. Yeah, that means nothing summon. except to f- a few people. But fuck pendulum summoning. I have a I have a preponderance of hobbies, but really it can just be summarized. Close your eyes. Imagine a hipster. There you go. Whatever you thought of, I'm into. My man loves coffee. He loves photography. I love. He I collect. I collect vintage espresso. Uh, I collect vintage audio equipment. I have a disturbing amount of vinyl. Uh, I love old furniture. I love design and architecture. I am very into film photography. I have a massive collection of film cameras that I don't touch as much as I should. I played guitar for a very long time. Uh, went to school on a jazz guitar scholarship. I anything literally any hobby i've done it all i collect clothing i collect anything old anything man people don't culture. care about sure yeah i i collect vintage <laughs> books i have an entire library at my parents house of thousands of books now that i need to find a home oh. for one day uh well that is an interesting segue to our next question from ryan which is what is your favorite what is your favorite book oh okay uh no comment the communist manifesto <laughs> <laughs> it's right there it's in the background guys it. It. uh no that's not my favorite book that'd be a really fucked favorite book um, <laughs> you have no I comment don't... jared do you want to go uh 
I, I similar to my taste in movies, I'm very a uh, basic bitch when it comes to books. I like dystopian, like YA books are like right up my alley. I love that shit. But there's a, a, a series that I started reading called Scythe. It's really interesting. It has a, it's, it's gonna it's be a, like Jack Reacher. <laughs> there's a really obscure book I started reading called Hunger Games. I don't know if you've read it before. <laughs> uh, no, it's called Scythe, and the the concept is that we've essentially cured death. That like we don't die anymore. Okay. That we have we have a way of like any kind of illness or ailment or injury can be healed and you can survive forever. But unfortunately, you know, overpopulation and resources is an issue. So we have given tasks to these individuals that are called scythes, and their job is to kill people. They have to meet a quota of every month and every year of a certain amount of people they can kill. They can do it, and it's, it's, it's done by random. They can do it any way they want to. Some people take advantage of this, and they do mass killings and burn people, and some people do, like, shots that'll just, like, euthanize, and it's a very, like, painless process. So, but it's, like, the, the dynamic and the, the dichotomy of those two things and what that means in this world. So is it, like people can't die of old age but yep. they can die f- through being murdered yep it's like a lottery okay, system right. so you, you you will you will not die but there is a chance that you will die from this lottery system at some point in your life because you will you will not age and you will not die but you will die at some point and it's like the like i said the dichotomy of that and there's three books and it's super interesting as one of the so i've I might, I really i've like. not read a book since i was a kid i'm not even gonna lie to you um i did like reading at school and stuff and then as soon as i didn't have to do reading anymore i stopped reading right, peace out i will say that mm-hmm. i got into this series through an audiobook and then i bought all the books because i was so hooked by the audiobook that i bought all the books i am very tempted the only book that i would want to read at the minute is 1984 because i've never read it mm-hmm. um it's really good you should read it. yeah i've heard it's really good it's always interested me and i want to <clears> read <throat> the book version of a clockwork orange because i fucking love that movie mm-hmm. as well yeah um, those are the two that I would read if I got back into it. But yeah, and I know you, you waited. Person. You waited till last because you have a very large collection of books. And I'm curious of your favorite because I don't know actually know this answer. Yeah, I have favorite authors. I don't have favorite books. <clears throat> so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a list of authors. Also, it's very difficult because we're talking about fiction, nonfiction, poetry. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Um, ooh, to start, uh, Paul Bowles uh, and his writings of Morocco are absolutely fantastic. Um, one of my favorite authors of all time is hunter s thompson who wrote fear and loathing uh, in las vegas which is an incredible uh fiction sort of nonfiction story about his experiences as a um as a journalist uh i mean so many great authors uh, naked lunch is is one of my favorite books of all time taking place in tangier um and in the kind of the perspective of a heroin addict who's also a homosexual in the 1960s um an amazing kind of story Ooh, cormac mccarthy is a fantastic author uh, lincoln in the bardo is a amazing book um anything that's magical realism um by uh what's his name fucking I can't remember at the moment, but so many great books. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at favorites. I have books that I'll go back to. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I really enjoy. <clears throat> yeah. And also I know that this is probably not the, the audience <laughs> for my book taste. I usually like very dark, um, gritty drug addicted books. Oh, cherry. Um, cherry is a book. About oh, you told a, me that was really good. Yeah, yeah. Cherry is an amazing, they're making a made a movie or making a movie about yeah. it. It was, about it was a with Tom US Holland. Veteran. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, me and Ellie are going to watch it. It's on Apple TV. Yeah, I remember talking to you about that, and you're like, I hate that guy. I do, I do hate I hate Tom Holland. Um, but yes, Cherry's 
despite my hatred of Tom Holland, Jerry's a fantastic book about a U.S. veteran who uh, returned from the war and got addicted to drugs and then ended up in jail and wrote the book from jail. And it is very powerful and beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's a trillion more. Um, I mean, the last book. Yeah. Go on. As I say, I collect books and I have... I have have lots of favorite books. So if you ever need a book recommendation, just tell me what what you're into, what you're interested in. I can definitely find you something. I recommend you read 1984. It's very precedent. Fahrenheit 451 is another classic. Animal Farm. All of those books that you're forced to read in school that you're like, this is stupid. Read them now because they are. Great Gatsby. Great. Yeah. Honestly, Great Gatsby is a great book. Like, yeah. I married an English teacher, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the last book someone recommended to me was, I can't remember the name in the book. It was a Terry Pratchett book. That was the last recommendation I got. Gotcha. Like, it's like a non, like a, like a fiction, sci-fi fiction author. Like Guide to like the like Galaxy that. is fantastic. That is, that is a fantastic. I've read that one as well. That's a great book. There's also, the uh, also very funny. there's a little book called, I think it's called Humans. It was written by an English author. And it's about like what it's like being alien and trying to fit into English society as an alien, which was just a, a great book. I can't remember who the author was, but that was like a very interesting story of a perspective of that, which is kind of similar okay. to Hitchhiker's Guide. So, what's what's the movie where the guy turns into the alien? Uh, that's very vague. Okay, let me explain a little more. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Men in Black. I don't. Know. No, it's like the aliens invade, and it's like a scientist that's exploring, and they're trying to study these guys, and it's the same guy that made Chappie. District 9. I don't know if you made Chappie, but District oh, 9 is what I was talking oh, about. Okay, yeah, I know what you're on about. Chappie's, I'm really District good in the long Chappie's also a really good movie, should too. should add that to our movie uh, takes. Yeah, Chappie's Chappie fantastic. and District 9. Okay, next question is from is Ian from Retro Replays Podcast, and he asks, would you rather fight 10 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? This is the most fucking that is a stupid one. Question. Like, you fight the 10. Yeah, you fight ten, ten duck-sized horses. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to yeah. fight one duck-sized horse. You are not winning that fight. Horses don't get any scarier, like shrinking them down. If anything, they get less scary. Yeah, like like ten horses if they're the size of a duck is like okay. Yeah, just kick them around. Man. I'd fight yeah. ten ponies, like ten of those miniature horses. What are they gonna <laughs> do to me? Yeah, like fuck that. But a duck. First of all, ducks are scary duck-sized, and then they make that a horse-sized. <laughs> You just have this big ass creature with flappy feet running at you. That's terrifying. You just have like large slices of bread that you're throwing at it to try yeah, to like yeah. keep it at bay. <sighs> Don't okay. indie it's like for some reason there's this like unspoken rule in the UK that whenever you see a swan, it's just natural instinct to mention the fact that they can break your arm with their wing. <laughs> like if they flap their wing as hard Hard-enough. as they can. It will like break your arms or assholes. They're little, they're little like spawns. Dude, they're they're fucking nasty bastards. Another question from Philip from Gaming Together Podcast. He says, Water, is it a scam or something else? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's a scam. I feel like we had a whole, we had a whole conversation, I think yesterday about water with your dad. (laughs) Isn't that like a big thing in America about water? Like all the lakes are being privatized and shit. And, well, are we talking about drinking water? Are we are we talking about? I water just assume drinking water. Uh, are we talking about like our need for water? Like, is like us actually needing water as humans a scam? I mean, if you live off Mountain Dew, one may be convinced that was the main ingredient <laughs> of that is water. Uh, okay, so some 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 omitting time. I get water delivered. I know we get I'm water terrible. delivered. We we, we pay get for water. It. It's not bad. It's it. better than normal. 
it is better than normal. It's delicious. Water is something you need to survive. You might as well enjoy it. I believe that you get what you pay for. You can have delicious water or you can have it from the tap, which I mean, theoretically, I'm paying for the tap as well. I refuse to drink <laughs> it. It tastes disgusting. Um, yeah, I think that, that you know, I'm not going to judge anyone out there who buys water. I, I am one of those people myself. You need it, it to In survive. hopes doesn't get judged back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't judge me. Um, but yes, I think water is definitely worth it. Uh, you should drink water. You should not drink whatever ridiculous amount of water people tell you to drink a day. Like if the, if you're one of those one gal, if you're one of those one gallon Andes out there who's carrying like a milk jug full of water, and you're just like, I need to drink this to survive. You're that's you're destroying your liver. You need like, to drink as thirsty as you get. Like that's not. Yeah. If you're thirsty, drink some water. There you go. Uh, keys to life. Um, but yeah, water is not a scam. Water is a beautiful creature. Also. And most importantly, without water, there would be no coffee. And uh, (laughs) what more? What more to say? There's, there's not a scarier thought in the world than the world without coffee. I don't drink coffee, but by the people I know, you without coffee. Don't worry, I drink, I drink enough for both of us. Yeah, literally, when we started recording the episode before, I chugged this like large coffee that we got delivered to the house. Isn't it like five p.m. there? Uh, yes, currently. I mean, when we started recording, it was like quarter to five. Yeah, I was just like, give me that large hazelnut latte. Give me that yeah. late night hit. Yeah. Oh, God, I've stopped. I've stopped now. Sorry, as I say, I stopped now. But I used to go to bed with a cup of tea. I used to like lay in bed, oh, have wow. a cup of tea, and go to sleep. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad for you. Uh, another question from Philip. He asks, "When is it appropriate to turn your hat backwards?" And then has a gif of Ash turning his hat backwards. I feel like if you're battling Pokemon or rapping the lyrics to Air Raid Vehicle by Limbiscuit, then it is perfectly acceptable. <laughs> Any other time is not. Wait, wait, wait. Is, is this like, what if you already have your hat backwards in the first place? Because I wear a backwards hat every now and then. Like, is that bad? Okay. Am I like, am I like, I'm in the wrong here? Is this is an outdated, that, okay, that face makes me feel like I am though. I know. Okay. I only wear truckers hat, trucker hats backwards. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we're I also from hats, the land so. of backwards trucker hats, though. That's fair. We're the land of, like, like surfer surfer bros and trucker hats. Yeah, and... yeah, so like... yeah, see, like, in the UK, like, if somebody wears their hat backwards, they're probably a fucking a twat. <laughs> like, you, just, you don't do it in the UK. I don't wear hats, so I, I shouldn't good, comment. Good to know when we come visit you that I will not bring my specifically backwards hat and I will not wear it. No, it'll be okay, because it'll be one of those fins that people will be like, oh, he looks like a bit of a twat. He's got his hat backwards. And then they'll talk. You'll be like, oh, he's American. It's fine. Don't worry. It's cool. Like, oh, oh, oh that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. He's from America. Oh, what's up, guys? Yo. But no, yeah. I mean, backward hats in the UK is, is, is a no-no. That's mm. funny. I had no idea. Okay, this is our last question. And this is going to be an interesting one because it's about movies and two franchises that i'm not super uh, knowledgeable about but this is from uh no it's neil from the mk podcast final neil and he asks he says this is an important one in the scream movie franchise there are constant mm-hmm. references to the halloween series with characters even watching the original halloween at a party but uh-huh. in halloween h2o or in our halloween 2 two characters are seen watching Scream 2, implying that the Scream movies exist as a franchise in the Halloween series as well. How is this possible? See, what happens is uh, directors enjoy each other's movies and then they make references to the movies and don't think about the continuity and the larger universe. (laughs) Um, So uh, my answer is just don't read into it too much. (laughs) 
that's yeah, a fair answer. I mean, Scream also uh, took a lot from Halloween, so like, yeah. you know, like they it was <laughs> clearly inspired by it. Like, even the covers look identical. Like, if you look at the covers, one yeah. is one is the scary face guy in silver, and one is the woman in silver. Like, they clearly. You know, they were inspired. Inspirations from each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've seen really maybe like the first. <laughs> I've seen like the maybe the first two Scream movies, and then I haven't seen any Halloween. Honestly, I've got a lot of my Scream like uh, movie knowledge from the scary movie movies, which are just wait, parodies wait, 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 of all wait, wait, those. Hold on. Yeah. Re reread the question for me. Okay, so he says. In the Scream movie franchise, there are constant references to the Halloween series, with characters mm-hmm. even watching the original Halloween, original Halloween at a party. But in Halloween H2O, two characters are seen watching Scream 2, implying that the Scream movies exist as a franchise in the Halloween series How as well. How is this possible? It's not hard. Like, Scream 2 came out in 97, and Halloween H2O came out in 98. So, assuming that both movies are supposed to take place in like the real world. Then... But the the issue is that in the original Scream, they watched Halloween, which and then Hall- in Halloween they watched Scream, which means that in both worlds they're both franchises. That doesn't make sense because one of them, one of them would have to be real. One of them, has yeah, to exactly. Be the real world. What, what, one, of one, one of them is a real world, and one of them is a fake. Oh, I get what you got. They, they both exist as movies in each other's worlds, so it's like yeah, so shared universe, MCU. If, yeah. if one if one Spring of them is an actual murder that's killing people, and other one's a film about a murderer, but then the other one has that same murder as a film, and then the other one is a real life murder that's happening. Oh, I, mean, I can solve this. I can solve this. I can solve this. They're documentaries. Oh, there you go. There that's you go. it. They're documentaries. I mean, it would make universe. it would make Fox. sense. It would make sense if. Halloween is real and Scream is fake. Yeah, sure. Sure. I guess I honestly don't know, Neil. What you what what you doing? Why Scream was just? I mean, spoilers for the first. I think it's the first Scream. It's just friggin' Shaggy. He's the killer. Shaggy yeah, from the Scooby. He's like, Ruh, Ruh. I don't know what his name is. What's his this? What's his name? Dude, spoilers! Come on. What's his I don't name? actually came out in like nineteen ninety seven. All I can think is the film where he's like, "You're talking to me." Him and Scooby. Having a burp off. His name. Uh, uh, Shaggy. Uh, also, they're they're definitely stoners, right? It's just Scooby and Shaggy. Oh, hundred yeah, percent. Sure. The whole of Mystery Inc. is yeah. stoners. Like uh, his name is Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Yeah, there we go. He's he's um, he's. Uh, isn't there like a isn't there like a Finn with Scream that like somebody didn't a new one in... just come out? Yeah, I think so. And yeah, like Scream, Scream, Scream Five. And it has yeah. the it has the the young girl from you as the the main character. She's a really good actress. She is. Uh, like she a, was told this... by like someone. I think Jennifer Lawrence told her like never give up on your dreams once in like a red carpet meetup, and then like she became an actor, something like that. That's one of those heartwarming story. stories. Her name's Jenna Ortega, by the way, the, the young girl from you, and uh, she plays Tara Carpenter in Scream Five, and Courtney Cox. Love the Cox. Well, <laughs> if somebody's listening to this and they know about this, then I hope someone's listening me and explain it to me. Because I remember hearing, no, I remember <laughs> hearing something about a theory that like every Scream poster has in it the person who's going to die, like the first person to die is like at the front of the poster or something. 
Like, there's some sort of nod to who's going to die in every single theatrical poster. Um, I can't remember exactly what it is, if you know what it is. I'm going to be honest. Movie knowledge, I don't watch horror films, so... Uh, I was going to ask, do you have a favorite horror film? Yeah. Uh, Fucking, um, what is it called? Get Out. It's a great film. I've heard Get Out is amazing. I like The Possession. Um, That's a good movie. The Descent is a really, really good horror movie. Um, it's about a bunch uh, of paranormal activity. Who, a bunch of cavers who go into a cave and they get stuck in there. And there's a race of creatures that um, use like echolocation by making this weird clicking noise. Um, and it's super creaky, super creepy because there's like one bit where she's filming with a, a night vision camera, and you can see through the camera, and you can't hear the creature, but all you can hear is the clicking. And uh, it's very. That's there's terrifying. there's another Insidious. one. Insidious is great. Uh, hot take: I think that the horror Shining. games are better. All horror games are better than horror movies. Oh, in my exp- in my experience, I like playing yes. horror games better than I watch like watching horror. The movies. The whole point of watching a horror movie is to feel like you're part of it and to feel scared, and and you do that so much better when you're directly controlling the character. Nothing is as scary as as fucking Outlast. That game Ooh, Outlast is terrifying. Still we still be nightmare. We still have to play Outlast too. Maybe we'll play it during spooky season this year of the podcast because we got to do a spooky so- game. I don't know if they're indie or not, but uh, there's a Australian movie called The Loved Ones. Uh, mm. It came out in 2012, and it's absolutely brilliant. It's about a guy who gets invited to prom, and he goes over to the girl's house, and she ends up being like some yondere crazy stalker person who kidnaps him and proceeds to like torture him. And she has like her grand there who she's like drilled a hole in her head and put water in the brain to like lobotomize her. It's really fucked up, but it is a brilliant, brilliant movie. Uh, Another, another good horror movie is the uninvited came out in 2009. Go watch that. That's a good one. I have not seen get out. I need to watch get out. So uh, the loved ones uh, Mm. had a $4 million budget, which was distributed. It is independent, which was distributed by mad band entertainment. How much do you think it made in the box office? Wait, wait, what was the budget again? This is this is no. Uh, it can be a fantastic movie and still not make any money. But uh, it made it was four million dollar budget. How much did it make at the box office? I, I'd be surprised if it fifty got million. over like. I, I don't think it even broke even. I think they made a loss. Three hundred thousand dollars. Wow! Wow. This is also Ben. This is also a game that kind of play constantly. If I give him films and have him guess what the but what the what they made from the budget, it's my oh, okay. only superpower. Yeah, he's very he's very good at guessing. <laughs> I'm very accurate, and it's that's all I can do, which will never come in handy in anything in life ever. We'll so. like a spinoff to the to this show where we just do that. Yeah, you just throw out hour. movie titles, and I'll be like, yeah. "Fucking Rain Man ass budget <laughs> box office numbers from it." Oh, well gentlemen that is all the questions we have we managed to get 18 questions into an hour and a half episode which <laughs> is what i was worried about not having enough time but we we did it we did it guys we thank you it. all for listening uh the next one probably won't be for a while we won't force you to ask us questions every uh thousand downloads we get i do want yes, like 5k yes. or something like that it's like we'll do like some bigger milestones and not like hey we got to listen today let's do a q a um, and you can always ask us questions on our Discord, Twitter, or Instagram. Where, where can you find those things, Kai? On our That's link good tree. Fucking question, Jerry. which is in the description of this yeah. 
video or podcast or wherever you're watching this it's there oh, yeah. link tree and then our link tree will be all of our socials and then you yep. can ask jared questions mm-hmm. yep. yep for next yep. time start start now <laughs> start now. next time we'll have like 30 questions like we'll 30 have questions. a 60 hour episode where we just never yeah. stop or maybe we'll get better at just streamlining questions and not rambling on for maybe this will turn <laughs> maybe this will turn into a horror movie and someone will ask a question that Dude, we just have to answer, but it just takes forever and we're trapped oh, here forever. We've yeah. barely ever like we've streamlined a little bit in the years since we've been doing this, but I don't think we ever. We, not we somehow have gotten fantastic, even right now, of getting an hour and a half like every recording we get. Like <laughs> we like stop it. Mu- it's really muscle memory at this point. Yeah. We're just like, well, okay. It's yeah, muscle memory it mixed with a need to pee. It's the, oh, yeah. <laughs> the desperate, the desperate <laughs> the need to go is to what saves us a hundred percent. When we were before we get out here, but when we were on uh, gaming together, obviously they have breaks in their episode, and Kai uh, lambasted us for not having breaks. I bet he loved it. I heard. I heard. Yeah, exactly. We can do it. We can yeah. put breaks in our episodes. Yeah, they're like, okay, we're gonna be right back, guys. I'm like, oh my god, twenty minutes. I was like, I don't even have to pee yet. I was like, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> oh, i don't i don't well, feel like at the end of the episode i'm just like okay thank you thank you thank you god please please, please. Leave me out of here. i have to be so bad if you want <laughs> if you want breaks in our podcast for a second then let us know in our discord now nah, my my monologues at the end are good because i'm forcing myself to have to get through them to pee so if, exactly. if, I, if I pee i take away that magic we need to stop yeah. talking about needing okay. to pee because i need to pee desperately so <laughs> Okay, guys, we will get out of here. Uh, I don't know when this is going to go up, but it, whether it's before or after, there is a get wrecked, wrecked, a get wrecked going up that is with myself and Dave from uh, Tales from the Backlog. We're going to be talking about Dark Souls and, oh my gosh, Until Dawn. Oh, is, interesting. Okay. Which was a it was really fun vastly time. different games. Yeah, exactly. So that'll go up sometime it might already be up when you're listening or it might be up not yet but it's gonna go up on on sometime Alrighty. cool but guys we thanks for listening yeah we'll see you next time the next q a we have goodbye everybody wave bye, bye. y'all bye ben you're not waving bye. Oh, bye bye read bye. a book bye read a book <laughs>